0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I saw a video on Twitter a couple of days ago. Maybe you saw it as well, and I, I found it really disturbing. And there was a tearful small business owner standing on the street corner, I think about in Toronto, And she was holding a sign. I couldn't see the sign for the first part of the video. It was a minute and 53 seconds. I watched it over and over. And she very tearfully was trying to say something to the police officer who was telling her, uh, you will be charged. Leave or you will be charged. Do you understand that? And then somebody spoke with her and asked her about her situation. And she said she was a business owner. And then the person asked about the the status of her business, and she said, words to the effect, I've lost it. And uh, that just deeply disturbed me. Um, I'm sure the cop wasn't particularly happy about what he had to do with the police officer, but boy, oh boy. Remember that when our economy, when our world is what we would consider to be normal as far as health is concerned and no pandemics, the private sector, the small business sector in this country, small and medium-sized business, employed over 8 million Canadians, and it made that sector the largest employer in Canada outside of the public sector, small business community. So my good friend, Dan Kelly, the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and they're doing a great job, great work, um, representing small business in this country. We've talked to Dan, as you know, many times over the last year plus during the pandemic. We've talked to business owners as well. Dan is back on the program with us, along with two small business owners, Catherine Landry of Ottawa. Her firm business was called Call Betty Marketing. And uh, we also have Toby Levier from uh, Winnipeg. She's the artistic director and owner of Encore Studios in the city of Winnipeg. Catherine, how are you?
1: Not bad. Thanks so much for having us here. Happy Mother's Day, everybody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Toby, how are you doing?
2: Well, I'm enjoying today's Mother's Day and, um, you know, doing as best as can be expected as we woke up to a third lockdown here in Winnipeg.
0: Yeah, that's today, right? It started today.
2: That's correct, at 12.01 this morning.
0: Yeah, Mr. Kelly, how are you doing?
3: Doing okay. It's been a tough year for small business owners, but we're, uh, we're still fighting at CFIB.
0: See, the reason I ask how are you doing, it sounds like a throwaway question, but I asked it for a reason, to see what the response was. And you're, you're all three, as much as you can be, upbeat, and you're willing to continue. Well, you're, 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 you haven't given up the fight Dan, what's the situation for small business owners across Canada today? In Manitoba, as Toby just told us, is back in lockdown.
3: Yeah, look, the uh, lockdowns are rolling out once again across Canada. Fresh lockdowns in Alberta, Manitoba, uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, Extended lockdowns in Ontario uh, with, you know, (laughs) a faint hope clause that, uh, that perhaps, perhaps on May 20th we may reopen. But that's starting to look pretty dim, that light. And right now, Roy, across Canada, only 56% of small business owners are are even fully open. Uh, so that means that you know almost half of Canada's business community is closed, either fully closed or partially closed. And when we look at the level of sales they're making, 70% of them are below normal levels of sales. Only a third of business owners are anywhere close to their normal sales, and of course. That's super important because that means that these businesses are not able to do what they typically do, create jobs, uh, pay the business owners some income to support themselves and their family. Uh, but also help the community and and do all the other wonderful things that small business owners yeah. add to the fabric of a country.
0: You told us in the past and we've talked about this a number of times about how many businesses, small businesses in this country are in desperate trouble. Uh, may not recover, will not recover. We'll get into that in a, in, a, in a little while. I I wonder if that number has significantly changed. But Toby in uh, in Winnipeg, what's the status of your business, Encore Studios, and where have you received help that mattered? And where have you not received help that you should have received? And I'm thinking particularly different levels of government.
2: Well, exactly. So as of uh, today, we are not allowed to open for business. Uh, we are allowed to deliver classes online. And um, we have a very committed group of families in our community that are continuing with us through online. And we're grateful to them, and, and we're happy to be able to provide that service. But the vast majority of our business does not want to be online. They want in-person classes, which is understandable. We're all making um, the best out of a situation that that's handed to us. Um, in terms of levels of government, um, honestly, the only reason why I can still – offer classes and, you know, supports to our community is because of the federal programs. The federal programs, um, and and no entrepreneur wants to be able to, wants to have to take that. Um, But I am, I'm responsible not just for, for me and and my customers, but also 20 employees. And so, you know, it's, it's really important that those, um, those supports are in place I do understand that you know, should the budget pass, that they will start waning, and as we're just entering a lockdown, um, you know, that's that's a bit concerning. How close
0: are you? How close are you to the edge? <laughs> that's such a You're loaded question. Close.
2: <laughs> how Thank close you. am I to the edge? Yeah. How close? I
0: mean, how clo- how 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 tenuously. Are you holding on to your business at this point?
2: Well, I tell you, um, it, I'm holding on, and I'm holding on because I am sticking with my, you know, to my guns and making plans as best as I can. But unfortunately, the provincial government especially is has no plans in place to support us. And even how they're rolling out this lockdown is piecemeal, and incoherent, okay. and and that makes it a lot harder for me to make a commitment to keep move to keep going.
0: Lyndo sends this uh, email to Roy at RoyGreenShow dot com. Meanwhile, those in government continue to pay paid in full with rich benefits and indexed high pensions. The majority of us will never see. And uh, Catherine Landry of Ottawa, her company's called Betty Marketing. That's a point that you made to me, Catherine. So fit that into what you're going to. How are you going to answer this question? How are you doing? And and what what waits? What's waiting for you as you look down the road? As you look at the future?
1: Hey, well, as entrepreneurs, we have the spirit of constant, constantly being said no to. So we're good at innovating and uh, and redesigning our lives and rebuilding and rebranding ourselves. What's in the future? I'm no longer an event person an events creator. Now I am a content creator and I consult with small business. I no longer do big events raising money for charity. Now I work with small business to promote them and get them online and bring them sales, traffic, traction.
0: One of the things that you said to me when we talked off the air was you spoke about what you call the great divide. Public employees have not lost a penny. Bonus money continues to go out to them, and uh, but the entrepreneur is on his or her own with some assistance here and there, uh, some of it helpful, some of it uh, just not predictable, some of it just not there.
1: Right. To clear the air, not all entrepreneurs have received money and grants. I've received zero, nothing. I've lost my savings. I've lost everything. The great divide is definitely going to be not so much between the haves and the have-nots, I certainly think it's going to be the divide between those who have a regular and wonderful paycheck and those of us who are entrepreneurs. And yes, an entrepreneur can, you know, apply for a government position. There's no doubt about that. But um, that's just a different story for another time. But I do believe that's the great divide currently.
0: Dan Kelly, when you hear me say, and I have that email here. When you hear me say that, I receive emails saying, no more handouts. What's your reaction?
3: Look, I get it.
0: Uh, people understand, and, and business subsidies,
3: I, I think, are, are generally stupid. Uh, they don't make sense. And this is why most small business owners uh, are, are refuse subsidies, don't even look at them, because the government paperwork and headaches are, are, worth more, far, are far worse than the actual money they get in the end. However, this is really different. Businesses are not getting handouts because they're bad businesses, because they've made dumb decisions. They've chosen a wrong location or their customers are drying up or they're in a dying industry. They're being closed by government order in order to protect society. So is it fair that we have to close that government says you've got to close your business but the costs associated with that for your rent, your inventory that's useless, the, the vegetables you've just thrown out in the restaurant because you're now closed suddenly, is it fair that the business has to eat that if, if the lockdown is in order to protect society? That should be picked up by, by all of us as Canadians. Yes, the bills are going to be massive. Yes, it's going to be my 12-year-old son that's going to be picking up the tab. But for goodness sakes, if we don't support businesses right now, Canadians are not going to have jobs to come back to. The economy is going to tumble because these firms are huge economic drivers. And and that's why I think it makes sense. And governments of all political stripes have, have supported uh, uh, these kinds of emergency subsidies. It's an emergency, for goodness sake.
0: Yeah, well, it is. And we always seem to find, or governments do, seem to find billions of dollars in support for companies like Bombardier. So when the corner store and the the small business in your community, that drives the community, that does things like support uh, kids' sports teams, and they're always there because they live in the town. They don't just appear when there's profit to be made and then leave when the profit uh, may dry dry up. And I'm not taking a a shot at big companies. I'm just talking about the reality of being a small business owner. They are there. Uh, Toby, how long have you been uh, in in business? And I need you to give me this fairly quickly. How long have you been in business in Winnipeg already?
2: Sixteen years.
0: And I have to ask you, given what's going on now, what do you see your prospects as being for continuing? I know you have the drive, the energy, the determination, but what do you? How do you assess your prospects right now?
2: I, I'm planning from um, I'm planning thirty days ahead. That's all I can do right now. I thirty ca- days. I can't. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm at thirty days. I can't even do a full quarter of planning.
0: Dan, how many businesses in this country, small businesses, are in danger?
3: Oh, gosh. Well, look, our data prior to wave three showed that 180,000 business owners, all, that's one in six small firms in Canada, have already said that they are unlikely to be able to make it across the COVID finish line. They don't think they can hang on. And every day, every hour that the lockdowns continue, that fresh lockdowns are issued, more business owners will make up make the decision to permanently pull the plug. It's why we need plans. Uh, and, and I will say, it sounds like you're going to be talking to Premier Scott Moe. Give him a, a big compliment from me. Saskatchewan's the only province in Canada to have laid out a reopening plan, not one that goes into effect today, but at least gives business owners a sense of when they may be able to reopen. Yeah. And even though we know governments may not have to make a few changes along the way, it's, it's, a, it's a big help.
0: How many jobs, again, are provided by small businesses in this country? I said 8 million. How close is that?
3: You're you're bang on. It's, it's 60% of private sector employment is in small and medium-sized companies. So uh, your the p- private sector is a huge player, and, of course, small
0: firms are the majority of private sector jobs. Catherine, final comment from you, please.
1: Well, uh, we've got some great photos from Costco parking lot, uh, Home Depot parking lot, the big corporations. They're all full, packed, jammed. So I think that the the main word is fairness. How is it fair? I don't know anymore. I really don't know. I give up.
0: And Toby, even though the lockdown has begun in Manitoba, you're not quite sure what it's all about. You don't know what the rules and all the regs are at this point. Is that correct?
2: Oh, that's correct. They posted the new rules at um, 7 p.m. last night to take effect at midnight. So it didn't really give us a lot of time to figure things out.
0: Thank you all three for joining us. Toby Levier from uh, Encore Studios in Winnipeg, Catherine Landry, Callbetty Marketing in Ottawa, and of course, Dan Kelly, President and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.